Yo, what's poppin' guys? Welcome back to the Vegapreneur Podcast, a podcast for vegan entrepreneurs just like yourself who want to change the world, build a mass movement around what they believe in, and really find a tribe. And I invite you every single day to strive between a synchronicity of living your truth, living your path, growing through it, but also inviting and helping other people do the same. And it's that constant cycle of helping and growing that will eventually just fulfill you and self-actualize into the fruit that you are becoming. Okay, enough of poetry. Just besides the point, I just want to invite you to listen, man. Stay tuned to this episode with Natalie Matthews, who is an IFBB Bikini Pro athlete. I mean, the reason why I reached out to her specifically and no other bodybuilder is because I truly, truly admire her genuinity in spreading her message and staying true to her sport because I believe in the sport of bodybuilding, even though it's like any other sport, it's easy to fall down in body issues, body image issues, where you're trying to modify the public's perception of whatever you're living to kind of embellish that persona, right? And I feel a lot of bodybuilders out there, for example, I'll bring up in the during the interview that they take a lot of pictures during their peak season and post them on Instagram throughout the year to have the illusion that they look good throughout, though they probably look fat half the time or their definition of fat, if you will, right? While Natalie Matthews, she's consistent about it. She's always on the ball and she's always out there to spread a whole 360 degrees perspective of her, really bringing back that genuinity to bodybuilding. Again, she's releasing her new book pretty pretty soon out and I just thought it was perfect timing to bring her on, talk about her journey because I realized she comes from Puerto Rico. She doesn't even speak English as her first language and she did an amazing job bringing value to this episode. I'm so excited for you to see what you will do with this information. All right, enough wrangling, Um, enjoy. And maybe are you able to bridge the gap for us? Take us back to day one, uh, way back when you were in Puerto Rico, because I did notice your your first language was not English. And what was the initial spark to start bodybuilding, um, become a vegan, especially, and eventually create that into an online online business? So it all started six years ago, um, back in Puerto Rico. Um, me and my husband actually went vegan for health reasons. Uh, I was vegetarian since I was 15, kind of by accident because I never enjoyed like the taste of meat. So I automatically took it out of my diet the minute I had a saying in, you know, rebel teenager. (laughs) And and then um, slowly started progressing into the only thing I would consume was dairy. Um, And when I met my husband, he like took on like my vegetarian lifestyle. He was so supportive. But he was battling at the time with some health issues, um, sinus infections and things like that. And he was about to go into his third surgery, like sinus infection surgery, um, and to get that fixed. And the doctor actually recommended, hey, what about removing dairy out of your diet? And I was like, oh, my God, I can't do that. I'm already weird. I'm vegetarian, you know, like I can't go (laughs) vegan. Um, So... He went vegan first and really not knowing what it was because I don't know if you're familiar with Puerto Rican culture is very meat based. Like even our rice and beans are like drenched in like some kind of pork fat or things like that. So our vegetarian options have meat in them basically. So we really didn't know much about it, but we kind of fell into the lifestyle accidentally. And like soon enough, like I saw so many different changes in him, like positive changes, and he no longer needed to get that surgery. So 
I was like super inspired, very inspired. And I was like, okay, so here's the cheeseaholic. I'm just going to go for it. And I tried it out. I actually reversed my hypoglycemia. I, you know, dropped 10 pounds without even like trying. And I was an active surfer. I, I, in the island, I did um, competitive surfing. So I did it at a professional level for a while. Um, so I always been an athlete and it just went hand by hand with, you know, my lifestyle and just being active. Like I just felt so good. And I also, like, I used to have really bad acne, and that went away. So I experienced so many health benefits from veganism that there was no turning back. And then I fell down the rabbit hole of all the documentaries and all that. And once I made the ethical connection, I was just like, okay, I need to share this knowledge with the world, you know. Um, I always been, like, a home cook. I love cooking. So I went to school. I went to the... Living um, Living Light Culinary Institute in Fort Bragg, California, and that's actually a raw food school. But I was already a really good cook, so I was like, I want to like elevate my cooking, and if I can prepare and make raw food taste amazing, if I can apply everything I learned to cooking, I can show people how amazing vegan food is. Because you know, sometimes you can like talk about it and and say how amazing this lifestyle is, but people won't listen because they automatically think you're going to have a salad, you know? So, you know, fast forward a little bit to last year, um, I started Food Vegan Chef to, like, kind of show people how easy it is to be vegan. Um, And I teach them healthy, fit vegan recipes, I call them, uh, especially for athletes because I focus on showing people high-protein recipes. Because that's the number one question I get asked. Where do you get your protein? So I focus on just showing that. And I educate people on the lifestyle and how I applied it to my active lifestyle and really how I thrive in any sport I want. And I got into bodybuilding just as another way to show people that it is possible on a plant-based diet that you can do it. Cool. Wow. There's a few. There's a few things I want to touch on. But looking back, let's say six years when you decided to go vegan, do you remember like the the face on the the well the doctor's face when they realized like wow the vegan diet actually reversed all the health conditions you had previously? So it was kind of like crazy because I went. So George is in the military. My husband. So we got transferred to the States, I believe it was five years ago. So a year into me being vegan, I, you know, when you move and you transfer, you have to get like these, um, like tests all over again. Like just, I don't even know the name in, in English, like just your regular procedure with the doctor, I guess, like just standard test. Mm, and yeah. I mentioned him, oh, I'm hypoglycemia. I bought, I'm hypoglycemic, sorry. <laughs> I battled with this my whole life. I have to eat every two hours and this and that. And they go, they did all the blood tests. And when I come back, he's like, so you said you suffer from this? Like, you don't have this. It's not showing up anywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, so like a year in the lifestyle, that's when it all went away, which every single doctor, me growing up was like, you're going to battle with this your whole life. You're probably going to end up diabetic because this is like, what you kind of get before diabetes. So yeah, it was crazy to me to think that I no longer suffer from it. 
And the fact that I wasn't taking naps, which was something that happened a lot throughout the years of me growing up, like I would always have to take naps. I was always so tired and things like that just slowly went away. And after a year, I just realized, oh my God, like, cause you don't realize it right away. But yeah, over a year, you, you kind of look back and you're like, oh my God, look at how far I have come. And it was all due to this lifestyle change. Right. And I feel when you go vegan, almost like you get your body gets used to it. So you don't necessarily see the benefits. And it's only afterwards when you say lose maybe a bit of track on your diet. I felt at least for myself, it's like you see, oh, wow, I can't believe how great I felt when I was on the vegan diet or was I, yeah, when I was yeah. at my optimal health. And I feel for a lot of people, like they experience the great benefits of going vegan, let's say after a year, but then afterwards it kind of tanks and then slowly their diet gets back into uh, a vibe where they're still vegan, but they're not eating optimally. And then their health kind of not deteriorates, but you know, it's not at the optimal level where it should be. Did you have the same experience or ever since you went vegan, it was like an upward trend? I would say it has benefited my life in so many different ways. And I think I always been conscious, you know, about I guess as an athlete, you're always so conscious about calories in versus calories out. So I always made sure to eat enough and not just enough, but enough of an abundance of like whole foods. So for me, the way that I approach it is like the majority of my calories comes from whole foods. And then I leave like 20% to have a little bit of fun. But now, you know, six years ago, it was really hard for me to find vegan options that weren't whole foods. You know, what I mean by that is like the processed meats and things like that. But now it's so easy and you can find them anywhere. I can see how people are like gravitating more towards processed foods and kind of seeing their health deteriorate because of it. Um, but yeah, maybe I guess I've always, you know, approached my diet in such a holistic way, I guess, and, and just stuck with whole foods for the majority of my calories because I still have fun. But but yeah, I guess I've always, you know, benefited from it and what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. And like, mind me for asking, but I feel like out of all the bodybuilders out there, especially the female bodybuilders, I just feel like you're one of the most lean out there. And like, keep in mind, I'm completely newbie when it comes, well, not newbie when it comes to bodybuilding, but you know, I've never, never been on the stage or anything. I do, I do work out and I do my calisthenics and I try to look good, but I feel it's for a lot of people, it's so hard to reach that consistency where you're consistently lean. And there's always this, this message going around there that all these, all these bodybuilders out there that are showing pictures of them being lean, uh, they just take mass pictures at one specific moment when they look their best. And then they kind of post them on a regular basis to kind of have the illusion uh, that they look amazing. And I, I don't necessarily resonate with that. I don't feel it's that much of a reality. But what do you say when people present you that present that to you, or do you feel they even presented that to you? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's done, especially in the fitness community, because you know we're basically, you know, everything's based on looks, like in aesthetics, and and when you kind of think about about it, it's kind of crazy that we put ourselves through all this work to just look good on stage and get judged you know we're asking to get judged on our body so you have to approach the sport in a very mature way and I think a lot of especially the girls do that a lot but that's what sets me apart I feel like I love showing the journey and I shop and I show people how I you know gain body fat because 
the body fat that I'm at when I'm at show weight, at my peak, that's not healthy to maintain. So I show people the whole, like even my off season, which I call my improvement season, because that's what I work on. I work on improving my physique for the next time I step on stage. So I show people the, the in and out. I'm very open about everything. Like I'm trying to like break that wall that other competitors are so scared to kind of like talk about because they're so focused on, you know, body fat. And I always say, I do not want body fat to define me. And I'm really happy in my off season weight. I feel like I feel I look strong. I look healthy and I, I'm still relatively lean because I don't take it to like full on bulk mode. You know, I, it looks like I work out and I'm healthy and I'm thriving, but yeah, I just love the sport. Both sides of the sport is really cool, and I like showing both sides. Um, I hope that by me being so open about it, people are more um, inspired to do them do that themselves. Going through that, when did exactly did you have the epiphany that you had to start sharing your voice? Do you remember a specific moment? Because I feel so many people out there have a specific skill that they that they're that are pretty good at, at like better than 80% maybe of the people that are just scared. They don't feel they have the credibility to start uh, sharing their, their, their journey or their voice and they're kind of hesitating. And when could you take us to your, to your epiphany when you realized you had to start sharing your voice? Well, I always wanted to be on YouTube, but I was always so scared of doing it, especially because of my language. And I was like, Oh, I'm not going to make sense. People are not going to understand me. But I knew I had this message, and that's why I went to school, to culinary school, because I always thought, you know, when you show meals, like I was inspired by people showing how amazing vegan food can be. So I knew I wanted to share that. Um, but I also, I'm a, I always been an athlete. So I wanted to share that part of me. So that's kind of like how – Fit Vegan Chef started. It started while I was in school. I remember talking to my um, other classmates and we were like sitting down trying to look for names to come up with that would kind of like have everything that was Natalie, everything that was Natalie Matthews in one, because I didn't want to have a fitness account. I didn't want to have a separate food account. I didn't want to have a lifestyle account. I want it all in one. You know, I wanted you to get me, like it or love it, food, fitness, and lifestyle all in one. So that's kind of when it started. And I kind of had to just go, you know, if you go back to my first YouTube video, it's like very cringeworthy. But I put myself out there and I had a message to share. And I knew I was in a position of being a vegan bikini competitor, um, starting out and just sharing my journey. I just found out that people, you know, were really just curious on just how to know how I did it, how I go through the day eating and things like that. And even though, and this is another thing I preach really like a lot, I sound like a broken record when I talk about it. There's no one way of doing it. There's no, you know, right way. The right way is the way that works for you, you know, and I'm really open about that. I'm open that, hey, I'm sharing my journey, but this might not work for you. Because for me, it's sustainable, but it might not be for you. So it's all about, like, everybody just growing together as a community and finding what works best for them. So I think just showing my journey, people were just inspired. And, and the feedback I got was just amazing that I was like, okay, so I'm just going to share the recipes that I love. 
you know, I'm not gluten-free, so I'm just going to share the things that I like. I like gluten, so I'm going to make recipes with gluten. I like rice, so I'm going to make recipes with rice. So I just started sharing me in every aspect of life, and that's how it started growing. And, yeah, it's what it is now, which is really amazing. I have a very loyal following, and it's because I take the time to engage with every single one of them. Yeah, and I think that's so important that you bring that, up, that bring that up, that there's not one cookie cutter way of doing things and that when you start trying to emulate other people, your creative process and who you really are kind of dims itself and you, you become a copy, right? So it's super important exactly. to just stick to what you're doing. And was there anything specifically that you were, you mentioned your voice as it's not, English is not your first language. Was there anything else you were hesitant of sharing out there on social media beforehand and then you realized you posted it out there and then, you, you got some good feedback. I think just showing, basically, it sounds crazy, but yeah, just showing my body. Like, it sounds crazy saying it out loud because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm a bodybuilder. I'm a physique athlete that's putting herself out on a stage to get judged. But I was kind of afraid of what the vegan community might thought of that. I don't know why. I was just, yeah, I was looking back and I, I, I thought to myself, oh, like, People are going to look at this and just going to think that I'm using my body, you know, to spread this message. But you know what? I just came to terms with it. And I was like, I just have to do it. And when I did it, I got great feedback because it's like what I said, like I show my highs and my lows. So even when I'm not 100% confident in my skin, I show that. When, you know, I showed everything everything and I call it my vegan bikini prep diaries because of that that's how the the title of the series came about um and it's because I showed everything that people were very you know their feedback was so positive because they could relate so then I was like okay so you know if you kind of think about it there's so many ways of different vegan activism you know that there's ethical vegans and there's um the environmentalist vegan and things like that. But at the end of the day, people want to feel good in their own skin. They want to look good. You know, we, we, so I think my way of spreading this message is just as good as any other. So when I came to terms with that, I was like, okay, I'm in a really good position. Let me just share my love for this lifestyle this way. This is my platform. I step on stage to inspire others to adopt a more compassionate lifestyle. So once I came to terms with that, it was, you know, it was pretty smooth sailing. And honestly, I, I rarely get any negative feedback. It's always so positive, And I'm just so grateful for that. And I think it's because of the awesome connections I built through sharing just me, you know, and not being, not pretending to be anybody else, but me. Putting everything on the table now, what would you recommend, say, a 20-year-old starting off? They're, they're already doing some kind of sport or they, they already have some kind of skill that they're trying to develop. They're developing their voice. What would you say they start sharing on social media? Would it be just uh, basic videos of their journey? What do you feel would be the 80-20 of them um, putting 20% of the effort to get 80% of the results back? Well, at this moment, like for the first two years, honestly, I did not receive anything back and I wasn't expecting that. So just make sure to put in the work, honestly, and build those relationships because that's what's going to get you started. Like I, I, I didn't came into this 
looking to make money, if that makes sense. I came into this because I was so inspired to share this with the world that I think it's contagious when you're so excited about something. So I think just sharing your journey or sharing something valuable, educating people on something that they might not know how to do, but you do. And for you, it might be stupid, you know, for you, it might be like second nature, but like, like, for example, for me, like, I just realized that people didn't know how to camp macros or they didn't know how to eat vegan for competition. So I started educating them and started being like, hey, this is what I do. Um, but you can find the way, you know, that works for you. So I would just share and educate as much as possible and engage because then the rest is just going to fall into its place, you know? Yeah. And would you even share if people are not asking you for it? Because that's, I feel, the dilemma for so many people, especially like people who are just starting out. They're like, yeah, but no one's asking me for it. I just feel I'm talking in the void. Um, I'm speaking in the black and no one's listening to me. I just feel I'm, I'm contributing to the global noise and I'm just putting out crap out there. Do you feel like, how how do you balance that out where people are asking you for it, but sometimes you start? Well, at the beginning, yeah, I kind of felt like I was talking to myself <laughs> because, you know, I think I started with like, when I reopened my account from, because uh, I used the same account from when I was surfing, and when I reopened it after taking like a break from that and starting my, my journey into veganism and into bodybuilding, and I think I started like at 3,000 people or something like that. And it just exploded overnight because when you share valuable content, when you share something that people don't know, when you educate people, when you're teaching and just not posting a picture you know of you on the beach with nothing you know with like an emoji <laughs> when you're actually providing content people are gonna want to like know more you know and when and when you're relatable and you take the time to engage and to to answer questions and to build relationships they're gonna keep coming back and they're gonna share with their friends because they're inspired by you now so i would just say just educate just educate and sometimes like I said it, it might feel like it's second nature to you and you're like who's gonna want to like see what I eat in a day or something like that but there's a lot of people that don't know and that are new to the lifestyle and they might not relate to me personally as fit vegan chef but they might relate to like the other guy that's a basketball player you know so everybody has a space it's just a matter of how you create it and build those relationships Damn, I just really think that's fire. And I think it's so relevant because, again, like you may not be the best, but you'll never really be the best. It's always, you're always going to find someone who's better than you. It's always about finding something that maybe you take intuitively, but some people are just struggling with and just helping them out, right? And you'll always be, find yourself some on some place on that pyramid. And damn, Natalie, I wish we could, we could go on and have, again, so many questions, but maybe just wrap it up. What's the best way people can reach out to you and connect with you? So you can find me anywhere, Fit Vegan Chef. Um, FitVeganChef.com is my website. And on YouTube channel, Natalie Matthews, Fit Vegan Chef. Everywhere else on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter, it's at Fit Vegan Chef. All right, you heard it, guys and girls. Go head out to Instagram. Go 
give some love to Natalie. Let her know how much value you've gotten from this episode. And I invite you call to action right now before you listen to any other episode, before you consume any other type of content. I invite you to take 20 seconds right now to write down any information that you perceive valuable to better your life and go out there and grow your tribe. That means going out there and outreaching and talking to 10 different Instagram influencers that you look up to. Um, going out there and go find 10 clients that you can bring value to whatever it is go find whatever and go apply more importantly that knowledge uh, before you listen to anything else right that's my call to action to you right now if you want to go over to vegpreneur.com sign up for the dollar vegpreneur club that's where you'll get lifetime free access to one-on-one mentoring and daily free lessons from the top vegan entrepreneurs and the reason why the first 100 people get lifetime free access and afterwards it's going to be a dollar a day is because i feel that when you give your money to get something in return you see you perceive the value a lot higher than if you got it for free and usually because you gave your money your return on investment from that information is always way bigger so that's the only reason why i would do this i'm all about free content i'm all about giving value to you guys and i really really am so grateful that you made it all the way to the end have an amazing day remember apply the knowledge that you learned today peace out Oz. Awesome.